0: Coming up on today's show, how have the transfer portal moves so far affected the way that people think about Big Ten basketball going into next season? And plus, Matt Sheehan is in and he's got a game for us to play. That's coming up here on Locked On Big Ten.
1: You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: You're listening to Locked On Big Ten. Everything you need to know about the conference every day. Alongside Matt Sheen of Locked On Spartans, I'm Nate Dickinson. Coming up on today's show, we're going to play a game later on with Matt. He hasn't told me what that is yet. We'll see at the end of the show. But first, I want to talk a little bit about transfer portal stuff and really just where the Big Ten basketball programs are at at this point in the offseason as a whole. We'll get to that in a second. But first, Matt, happy Friday.
1: Happy Friday, Nate. Uh, The day before one of my favorite, if not my favorite event of the entire year, the Run for the Roses, the Kentucky Derby. Maybe the game at the end of the show has something to do with that. I don't know. Who's to say? Well, I'm to say, mm. and it does, but also a Big Ten tie. So uh, it's going to be a fun one. So stick around for that one, <laughs> folks. That's what they call That's what they call a teaser, Nate. That's right. We're doing it big. Okay.
0: Over yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Let's talk <laughs> about what's going on right now, or at least in sure. the future of Big Ten basketball. It's been, of course, a long time since the beginning of the offseason in college basketball. A lot has happened since then, and a lot of changes have been made. But, of course, there's still a lot of time left to go before we get back to basketball still, too. So while there's still plenty that can change, we do have an updated kind of early top 25 from ESPN. And the biggest thing I wanted to get to with what we look at here as we look at these teams, as I'm, I'm trying to give credit to the right person here, Jeff Borzello of ESPN, this person who released this out. It's right now two Big Ten teams only in that top 25, and neither of them really in a prime national contender spot. It's Michigan at 14, Indiana at 15. And this is after all the changes that we've already seen. It's a weak, weak Big Ten conference at the moment going into next season the way things look. We knew that already. But is it really, really this bad at the time that we're looking at it now?
1: Yes, Unfortunately, I think so. Like, I, I hate to say this on Locked on Big Ten. Like, I, I know that this is probably not what people want uh, to hear tuning into the show, but, like, kind of, yeah. So, like, they're also in the middle, too, which I feel like for Michigan, who is, you know, the odds-on favorite to win the Big Ten next year, I feel like that's fair for them because they're also kind of in this weird limbo, too. Like, they lose their point guard, Frankie Collins. Hunter Dickinson comes back, and that's great. But you also have Musa Diabate and Caleb Houston that, May or may not be returning, and then on top of that, like I, they seem to be doing a big roster overhaul over in Ann Arbor. But Indiana, like, yeah, that seems fair enough for them. Like Trace Jackson Davis coming back, that's pretty good for them. But then again, it's not like they were world beaters last year, so yeah, they'll be better than last year. Is that really saying a lot though? And then you fly around the rest of the Big Ten country, like. Nate me or you might be playing the wing for Purdue next year like I, I, they, they lost everyone on the perimeter <laughs> uh Michigan State well yeah we say it's a busy transfer portal season not in East Lansing uh I'll tell you that much so that we only have nine scholarship players right now as things stand and listen, Wisconsin we all know how much they lost Iowa they lost Keegan Murray of course so it's yeah I'm sorry this is just a long way of me saying um I think it is going to be that rough next year for the Big Ten. And also, it doesn't help that the last few tournaments, when you were considered this great conference, nothing nothing really happens at all in the NCAA tournament other than Michigan beating Rick Barnes in the round of 32. Like, that's all we got here. Um, So how about that for a grim start to the Friday episode, (laughs) huh? (laughs) There we go. Look at us rocking and rolling. (laughs) Well, it's
0: not that the fact that there aren't any contenders in the Big Ten. I feel like that's something that I'm at least accepting at this point because I don't Mm -hmm. think there's going to be that kind of a big shakeup. And if someone's going to get there, it's going to be playing their way there once the season starts. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised at least by only having two big 10 teams, though, totaled throughout this entire top 25. I mean, college basketball is really good, and there's a whole bunch of teams who have gotten a lot better. So in the sense that that's kind of what you're highlighting when you're updating these rankings, maybe that plays a role. But There has to be at least somebody else who's this good in the Big Ten conference. This conference is too deep, and obviously there's a whole lot of lost talent, but it's not that much. Somebody else is going to have to step up here.
1: Yeah, and I think Illinois might be one of those teams that are on the outside looking in, right? I mean, yeah, they did lose some players in, in the portal. If not, we'll just the straight-up NBA draft and Kofi Coburn. But nice little addition in Terrence Shannon, who's probably a top-five portal pickup in the nation, so that's going to help. And listen, they always have good uh, players down there in Champaign. Brad Underwood, as much as I hate to say it, fine coach. You know, he's doing a really good job down there turning around that program. So, yeah, listen, are they going to be great? Probably not, but I think pretty good is going to have you in that upper echelon of the big 10. And once you start working your way up there, I mean, yeah, by early January, if not even sooner than that, you could see them in the twenties, if not high teens, in the rankings. So yeah, I, Illinois is on right on the outside looking in. is probably the third team in the big 10, as much as it pains me to say, I'd love to say Michigan state, but I think that'd be disingenuous on uh, this side of the microphone here, but uh, we're not going to be horrible, but you know, I think Illinois is going to be third in line behind Michigan and Indiana going into next year. That's how I, See it at least. How
0: many teams do you think are in that group, that Michigan State group of having, you know, just about you don't know where you're going to be, you think you'll be okay? I mean, I'm thinking about just about all the other potential top 25 teams that could be mentioned in this list, like from last season. It seems like just about all of them have fallen into this kind of group where it's just up in the air
1: can I say 10, like 10 teams? Yeah, Right. (laughs) I mean, it really is. There's a
0: combination of like the four or five teams who are up there, who are going to fall down. And then there's obviously those four or five teams in the bottom part of the group who are getting a little bit better and didn't lose anybody too.
1: I I can, I can realistically say, okay, not realistically, but like I can see an outcome of the season where like eight or 10 teams are like 11 and nine in conference play or nine and 11, just somewhere between those numbers. Like it's, it's, if not for nothing, it is going to be a competitive Big Ten season next year. Like every night is going to be a matchup that could come down to the final possession. Which, if if you love stressing yourself out every night, this is going to be the upcoming season for you. This is going to be a, a, a stressful gambler's paradise coming up <laughs> next winter. That's right. Can't wait. Let's go. Let's go.
0: Let's get into that kind of perceived skill, at least for the Big Ten going forward. We've talked plenty about how, or other people, I guess, have talked and criticized plenty about how Big Ten has been always seen as this great big conference, but Mm -hmm. hadn't been getting it done in the postseason. We're now seeing kind of the other side of that coin. Big Ten's going into this season not looking like a super strong conference. Is there a way to play out of that kind of preconceived notion in the non-conference enough that Big Ten can say it's really legit by the time it gets to the conference play and it starts beating up on each other
1: yeah without a doubt i mean you could always surprise people in the early on conference games whether whatever team, sorry i don't know this at the top of my head but like whoever's in the mount invitational or the battle for Orleans, right or yeah. any of those fun little tournaments like that's always fun um i i think uh MSU will be playing in the pk 80 next year i believe that's next season and not the season following but yeah like big time's always prime for the pick and to get some early excitement going right i mean no doubt about it but also, like we saw it last year with Michigan too, like you could also get knocked down a few pegs really early on. No, sure, it was against like a great team like Arizona right off the top. I believe Seton Hall, which was a spicy team last year. But yeah, like as easy as you can improve yourself, you could also prove that, oh, maybe the upper echelon of your conference ain't so good after all. But I, oh boy, no, this it's too early. It's too early in the off season to get this stressed about basketball. No, actually, it's not. I've been stressing all off season about it. Who am I kidding? But, <laughs>
0: I mean, it seems at least with some of the stuff I'm looking at, like the Big Ten is noticeably kind of behind a little bit on getting transfer guys or at least filling in holes that they have. Is that at least as bad as what it looks like when I'm reading about all that stuff here, you think?
1: That's a great question because also like this May 1st deadline just passed where players had to enter their name in the portal in order to get, you know, eligibility for next season. So, maybe some coaches and programs were just sitting around waiting to see, okay, what's that final list going to look like once May 1st rolls around. And now maybe that the gears are going to start to turn a little bit here. Um also and like this is an MSU problem, but it's also maybe a problem for a lot of other programs. I know Ohio State is one that's like this, but A lot of programs, too, are just looking for big men, like either power forward or a center. And let me tell you what position is not entering the portal, like, whatsoever. And that's, hey, surprise, surprise. It's power forward and center. So, like, this is also maybe why it's a slow grind in the offseason for the transfer portal for some of these programs, like Michigan State, like Ohio State, that, yeah, we're looking for a big man, but there isn't really a lot out there. We're all good on wing players, so maybe that's why it's kind of – just crickets for a lot of these programs around Big Ten play because, yeah, we have a need, but there's no supply for this demand that, that the Big Ten has. So I, <laughs> good luck, everyone, I guess. Uh, yeah.
0: Big Ten had nine tournament teams last year. What do you think is a good number for this season?
1: Oh, that's a good question, Nate. That's a really good question. I, I, I want to throw up like a smooth seven if, if I can. No, no, I'm feeling good today. It's Friday. Eight. Let's go. We're going to drive it up to eight, baby. And it's going to be like, just like I said, like five of these teams are going to be 11 and nine, 12 and eight in conference play, maybe like a win in the big 10 tournament. So yeah, it'll be a a lot of teams perhaps seated like in that six, seven, eight, dare I say nine range, but yeah, well, I'm I'm feeling eight. I'm feeling eight. Why not? Yeah. Ask me that uh, in a few months, that might be a lower number or Hey, maybe off season gets a little better here and we'll, we'll scoot that up to nine. Who's to say stay tuned.
0: Yeah, still some time for Big Ten teams to pick it up and pick up some players in the transfer portal, portal, of course, and we're still, what, six months away from really even getting started in the season anyway, so it's a long, long time before we really, really have to start talking about this stuff, but of course... When things start getting updated, we talk about it whenever we we can. I mean, it's every single day, we got to do these shows. Uh, Matt yeah. Sheehan still with us here on Locked on Spartans. We're going to play a game in a minute here with Matt. I, I don't know what it is. He just said he had one for us. We'll have that for you right here in just a second. It is prime time betting season if you are a sports gambling fan. Baseball's in full swing. Basketball's in the middle of the postseason as well as hockey. The Kentucky Derby is tomorrow. It's going to be a whole lot of fun over the next couple of weeks and months if you're someone who likes to put your money where your mouth is and your sports takes. And Bet Online can make sure that you're saying and putting your money on the right things. Bet Online is more than just a place to get all your bets, and they have all the bets free to place all the lines, parlays, any sort of combination of ways you want to bet that you can. Bet Online has it up to date, and of course, with all of the latest trends. But also, you can get the information where normally you go from about Five, 10 different sites, maybe to get all your info on your games that you're going to bet on. You can just go to Bet Online, get all of the info you need all in one place, and make it a one stop shop for you. So head on over to Bet Online right now to see everything I'm talking about. Bet Online, where the game starts. Back in on Locked On Big 10 alongside Matt Sheehan of Locked On Spartans. I'm Nate Dickinson. We're playing a game here with Matt, and Matt brought in the game, didn't want to tell me what it was, so I'll let him take it away and we'll see what's going on.
1: Didn't want to spoil it, didn't want any backdoor research going on, because, Nate, we are going to play an oldie but a goodie in the Locked On Spartans corner of the internet or the listenership or whatever you want to call it. Now, for the last three years on Locked On Spartans, we've done Kentucky Derby Jockey or MSU Athlete. I give you a name, and you got to guess if it's a Kentucky Derby Jockey in tomorrow's race or an MSU Athlete. However, this is Locked On Big Ten, so Kentucky Derby Jockey or Big Ten 10 football player Nate. I got 12 names in front of me. I'm gonna rattle off the name. You don't gotta give me the school or position. You just gotta tell me if it's a football player or a Kentucky Derby jockey. 12 names. Good sir. Are you ready to get into this? And I may I, I must caveat this. <laughs> no one ever does well at this. So if, if you go four of 12 here, that's a pretty good score, actually. That's that's better than than most, uh, whenever we play this game. So uh Whenever you're ready, I'm ready to bang out some names for you, man.
0: Yeah, I'm not looking forward to this. I know you did say before, and then just then, the people notoriously do not do well at this game, but I, I still don't oh, no. like the idea of getting exposed here. So, yeah, let's do oh, it.
1: And these football <laughs> players are, like, buried on, like, the death chart, too. This is great. Like, we got – there might be, like, three starters uh, a month. Anyway, let's just start. Number one, Coco Azima. Coco Azima, is this a football player or a Kentucky Derby jockey nate
0: coco azima coco azima would be a good jockey name or a good football name i think hmm. just a good sports oh. name overall coco really
1: it's a great name yeah it's all time yeah. name one time mm. for coco chris by the way yeah so coco azima coco, are you azima. About this one? coco, coco
0: azima i'm gonna go big 10 football player that seems like a big 10 football player vibe
1: It seems like a Big Ten football player, Nate, because it is a Big Ten football player. He is a defensive back for the Northwestern Wildcats. You are one for one, out of the gates. Look at you as we go to number two, Manny Franco. Manny Franco. Manny
0: Franco, I'm going to go jockey. I like jockey for Manny Franco.
1: He will be on Dozos in tomorrow's run for the Roses down at Churchill Downs. You are two for two, Mr. Nate Dickinson. As we head to number three, (laughs) Kyle Adams. Kyle oh. Adams. Kyle Adams.
0: Mm, that's such a simple name. Just it's begs you simple. to think about makes begs you to think about it too much, doesn't it? Oh,
1: Kyle that's Adams. That's why it's on here. That's right.
0: <laughs> Kyle Adams.
1: Kyle Adams. Kyle Adams.
0: Kyle Adams seems too obviously as someone who could end up in the Big Ten trenches. I'm gonna go jockey.
1: He is a gung-slinging quarterback for the Purdue Boilermakers. I'm sorry to say, Nate. Yes, he is a football player. As we head to number four, Fabrizio Pinton. Fabrizio Pinton. Is this a jockey in the Kentucky Derby, or is this a football player in the Big Ten Conference, Nate?
0: Mm, I'm keeping track of my own picks as I do this, too, because I don't want to lean too much on one side or the other. But I am going to go with my third straight jockey pick here.
1: And I'm sorry to say, but that would be a punter for the Illinois fighting a lion. I made this is where it starts to get tricky here again. You could bet 500, which you are right now, you're two for four. That's not so bad. As we head to number five, Emilio Moran. Emilio Moran. Emilio Moran. Emilio Moran.
0: Yes. How often do people know the name? Like if it, you do Michigan State, Almost how never. often does does someone say, oh, I've got it. And it's not actually. Never yes.
1: has not happened because we're pulling like <laughs> we're pulling like second street tennis players. We're pulling like uh, golfers. It, we we pull every non-revenue okay. sport and we go deep <laughs> on the depth shark too when it comes to this. So this is, you're essentially flipping coins here. Um, yeah.
0: Give it to me one so more this. time.
1: I got you. Emilio Moran. Emilio Moran for number five. Jockey. Offensive lineman four. Your no. Maryland Terrapins. He is a. He would not be a good jockey. This guy's about six foot seven, uh, clocking in at like two hundred eighty-five pounds. That'd it, it, be tough on the back of a horse. As we head to number six, Nate Ricardo Santana Jr. God, it, Ricardo has Santana, it has to be a jockey. Jr. It has to be a jockey.
0: It has to be a jockey. You've gone with three straight football players, but I've guessed <laughs> jockey four answer. straight. <laughs> t- but I've guessed jockey four straight <laughs> times. <laughs> now my notes are my notes are working against me.
1: This, this this game also <laughs> mentally breaks down people, too. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this, this, is where it get, this is where it gets good, right in the middle of the game where the wheels uh. start falling off the bus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going jockey for a fifth time.
1: He will be riding Tawny Port right, cool. in Saturday's Kentucky just get Derby. Off you are back to 500. You are off the schneid. You are three of six right now. As right, we reset, head- reset. you got to reset, and that was a good reset right here as we head to number seven, Isaiah Garcia Constaneda. Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. Yeah, I think I said Mm. that right. Well, I usually butcher every name, but I actually got that one right, I think.
0: I think Big Ten football
1: player. Is that your final answer? It is. You would be correct. That is a wide receiver over in Nebraska. Catching balls for the Cornhuskers. You are back over five hundred. You are four for seven right now as we head to number eight. One of my favorite names of all time. Joe Bravo. Joe bravo
0: that is a good name too that's a really good name it's a
1: great name it's a great name
0: (laughs) joe bravo yeah i think is also a big 10 football player
1: he will be in the irons riding pioneer of medina in the kentucky derby we're back to 500 you are four for eight as we head into the home stretch here how are we feeling right now for these last four names by the way We, we feeling okay
0: I'm okay. But I have four. Yeah, four for eight. I'm I'm all right with five hundred. I didn't.
1: I, I'd be thrilled with five hundred in this game, no doubt about it. As we I almost just, numbers, I almost
0: lo- just looked up the odds for that horse because I like that guy's name, but I didn't. I almost, but I didn't want to cheat or anything. I can't do that, wow. so I got it.
1: Nate Dickinson, man of integrity. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. As we head to number eight, number eight. No, number nine. Sorry, nine. I'm doing some Spartan math right now. Sonny Leone, Sunny. <laughs> Leone, is he a Big Ten football player, or is he a Kentucky Derby jockey?
0: Sonny Leone, I will go Leon. Big Ten football
1: player. Jockey on rich strike, unfortunately. I'm sorry, we're back below 500, but that's okay. we got three more to get on the right side of history here as we head to number 10, Bradley Robinson. Bradley Robinson.
0: Bradley Robinson, all right, there was... Who, who there? Was the Smith earlier that I said was too obvious to be a Big Ten football player? Yeah, Kyle was Adams a big, was, was a Big team. Ten Adams, not Smith. See, that's how that's how basic yeah. that name was. Um, sure. And I said that was too obvious to be a Big Ten football player. And I went jockey and I was wrong. This time I'll mm-hmm. say Big Ten football player and hope that my instinct of it being too obvious is right.
1: You you don't have to hope because you are correct. He is a lawn snapper for the Ohio State Buckeyes coming back for like his 28th year of college. And I could joke about that because, hey, family friend, Bradley Robinson. Great guy. Great family. Love the whole Robinsons. Even the one that played at Michigan. Great guy as well. Uh, as we head to the final two, what you what name did you just say was too obvious? Or what uh, was it? Smith? Adam. Because Nate. Oh, yeah. Well, how about this? How about this? Mike Smith. Is number 11. Funny you say the name Smith because Mike Smith is name number 11. Is this a Big Ten football player or is this a Kentucky Derby jockey?
0: Okay. Well, now I don't know what to think about this one.
1: Oh, yeah. See? Head games right now. Head (laughs) games are being played.
0: All right. To guarantee at least 500, right? I got five right now. Yeah, this is big. Okay. I'll go Kentucky Derby jockey.
1: He is riding one of the favorites. Tyba in tomorrow's run for the roses at Churchill Downs in the Kentucky Derby. You have locked up 500 at worst. As we go to the last one, Corey Lanieri, Corey Lanieri to take us home. Nate jockey or football player in the big 10 conference.
0: Not that I think I'm it, but who's done the best at this game?
1: So yesterday on Locked On Spartan, someone went 9 for 11, and that's been unheard of. Before that, before that, like, I'm talking like 4 of 11 or like 3 of it, it. It usually goes completely and utterly off the rails. So you are already on the podium, no matter what happens here. Like all that, I guess it's only so often you can play the game, really. Uh, but... Sure. <laughs> but people will reach out on Twitter and be like, oh, hey, I got 5 for 11. Or like, oh, I got 4 for 11. It's like that. Great, that's all awesome. good for you. That's what I'm talking about. So this is this is for seven, for twelve.
0: All right. I know his first name's Corey. I forgot his last name, I'm going to blindly go Big Ten football
1: player. It's going to stay at five hundred. Oh. I'm sorry, Corey Lanieri will be on smile happy, and you too should be smiling happy right now because that's a good performance. Six of twelve. Uh, it's more it's more or less a coin toss game, and I think we just saw a play out right there with, with going six. <laughs> Six out of or six, six and six. That's that's not bad at all. So, hope you had somewhat of fun. Hopefully, the listeners or the viewers had some fun. Um, I always love this game. It's always a great time. I love playing host because I don't think I'd do too well as a player myself. So, yeah, way to way to stay in there, way to stick around and stay the course. Way to go. Yeah, six for six. I
0: tried to outsmart the math there for a little bit. There got a little messy in the middle, but you know, yeah. I, I ended up just going back to yeah. the instincts, and we ended up okay. Six for twelve. I'll take that one hundred percent, fifty percent, I guess.
1: <laughs> that plays. That's a good batting average. That gets into Cooperstown. Yep. There we go. All
0: right. Well, now we're going to have to watch the Kentucky Derby. Who is uh, the Bravo guy? Who is he
1: writing? Joe Bravo. He will be on. If I could find my notes. Pioneer of Medina. Pioneer. All right. A name
0: like Joe Bravo's got to have some confidence. I'll sprinkle some money there.
1: Tough to not have any moxie when your name's Joe Bravo. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to. Yeah. And I think the horse feels it too. I think that's how it works. I don't, I <laughs> yeah. love horse racing like more than anything. Like it's one of my favorite sports to bet on. It's also one of the worst sports I am at betting, but like I will come not crawling. I will come sprinting back every single time to bet on the ponies. Let's go. All right.
0: We'll see if your power is still hooked up by this time next week, or if you've gambled all, it all away the by then. <laughs> Match with with on Who's Spartans <laughs> every single weekday with fun games like this. I'll be back in to wrap things up here in just a second on Locked On Big Ten for the week. Thanks again, Matt, for joining us, as you do every single week here on the show.
1: You're the man, Nate. Enjoy the Kentucky Derby. Enjoy winning with Joe Bravo tomorrow. That's right. Let's go. Yes, sir.
0: Let's go. Built Bar has all of your protein needs, whether it be just the Built Bar, which is a classic buy now, 100% real chocolate, less than 150 calories, and less than 5 net grams of of carbs and sugars with more than 15 grams of proteins. It's a Built Bar that tastes like a candy bar, this protein bar not only do you have the built bars of course the brand new built puffs are just flying off the theoretical shelves they do most of their sales online at built.com which we'll tell you about in a minute but these built puffs are marshmallows you just pop them right into your mouth you get that little protein shot to get you through your workout through your work day and on a friday when you're waiting for the weekend it can be that much tougher too i know so head on over to built.com and at least try out the product if you've never tried anything like this before or your supplements right now just maybe aren't cutting for you as far as just how good they taste Built Bar has all of the stuff that everybody else does, probably even better, while at the same time giving you the taste that we know is better. And we know it from trying it out ourselves. Everyone at Locked On really, really loves Built Bar if you listen to a lot of our shows. So head on over to Built.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's Built.com and promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. Back in here on Locked On Big Ten, I'm Nate Dickinson, and thanks again to Matt Sheehan for joining us here on the program today. As always, be sure to follow Matt and the Locked On Spartans podcast wherever it is you get your podcasts, and follow Matt personally too. It's at Sheehan underscore sports, his Twitter. He's doing fun stuff just as fun as what he does with us here on the show. Before we let you go, of course, a look around everything that you may have missed going on in Big Ten news as of late. It was a short day for news in the Big Ten here today on a Friday, but let's get, of course, what you need to know. In lacrosse news, Maryland will play Rutgers in the Big Ten Men's Lacrosse Championship. Maryland, of course, with a whole bunch of lacrosse history, the number one seed facing off against Rutgers, the three seed after both advanced out of their semifinal matches earlier this week. And then the other news, announcements of Big Ten Women's Athletes of the Years in tennis, Kari Miller, named Mich- of Michigan, named Women's Tennis Athlete of the Year. Her coach, Ronnie Bernstein, named Coach of the Year in Big Ten Women's Tennis. Again, a short news day here around the Big Ten. That'll wrap things up for us today. A reminder, be sure to follow the show wherever it is you're listening to podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, throw us a like, comment down below. It really does help us out there with the YouTube algorithm. And, of course, be sure to stay back here next week. To get everything that you need to know on what's going on in the Big Ten, it's at Locked On Big Ten on Twitter, at Locked On Big One Zero. I'm at Nate with Sports on Twitter, at Nate with Sports, and I am Nate Dickinson. Until Monday, this has been Locked On Big Ten.